Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. We actually <laughs> met at a like, like would, would like it a, be a club? A, it was at a yeah. club, but it was just a, like a party going you, on. You know night. how somebody throws a party and it's yeah. not, it's going to occur in this place. You know, I mean, it's not a club, but it'd be some kind of restaurant or something like that. Why, why can't I think of his name? That's terrible. Dave Brown. Yeah, Dave Brown. <laughs> Dave Brown. It's got Dave Brown threw a party mm-hmm. years ago. And uh, actually, your friend started speaking to me. Yeah, one of my friends started talking to him. and Yeah, but it's like, you know, I gravitated <laughs> to her. And we just started really hanging out. The uh, Yeah, we just started the- dancing yeah. and just talking. And we just really clicked and exchanged numbers at the end of the night. And yeah. kind of dated a bit from that point. Oh, yeah. Why didn't it work then? Me. <laughs> I got here and I think I was... Um, you know, in L.A. and was running around a little bit. I was trying to find myself. I didn't have a lot of confidence at the time, too, to, you know, to feel like I could sustain a, a, a strong relationship when I think that was worthy of her. Uh, you know, we were having a good time hanging out and just our paths just went two separate ways, mainly because you know, we were just out nicing each other. Like yeah, we were, we're so both so nice. Yeah, it it was kind of <laughs> like we're like I'm the therapist of my friend group, and she's the therapist of her friend group, and we're just so used to putting work into other folks, and I and think kind of putting ourselves last. Yeah, and then you know? I think we lost out like being therapists for other people in relationships and stuff, and not pushing. Yeah, what was going on with us? Yeah, and I and and I I'm largely to blame on that because it's it's. You know, I just was all over the place. I was all over the place. I was like a lot of guys where, you know, you grow up single parent household. Uh, you don't know the the uh, machinations and the, the skills of and, and actually the benefits of a true loving relationship because you don't you know, you don't see one. I remember one time I, I was with a, a group of friends and it was probably about eight of us. And I must have been 12, 13 or something like that. And one kid, Anthony, was going off, had to leave and go home. He said, because his father will get mad if he if he's late. And we, we all were, was like, your father? Well, you mean your stepfather, right? He said, no, my father. And we were like, what do you mean? Your father lives with you? And he's like, yeah. And say, like, with your mother? And he said, yeah, they didn't just get back together? And it was like, it was it's so... Unheard of. <laughs> so crazy. In my neighborhood... You never heard of somebody, I didn't know anybody had their mother and their father, as, as crazy as it sounds. That's that's what I grew up with. You know, you watch TV, you know that, oh yeah, there's the, uh, there's the fantasy, there's the ideal, but you really don't know how to go about that. You don't know the skills of, you know, what it takes to sustain a relationship, whatever. All I knew was like, you're supposed to run around and here and there and just, I mean, I really wasn't thinking that way. Uh, till later, and luckily, you know, I grew up. I've always been a relationship kind of person, 
But at the time, I was just having fun. You know, I just wanted to be out with my girlfriends and have fun. And, you know, we connected and we knew we really liked each other. You know, it's just kind of like we kind of got each other. But, you know, I was trying to focus on acting. I just really got into it. And I think I booked a role in New Zealand on Xena. So I was like, I'm out of here. You know, it just was like I wasn't pushing it as he wasn't pushing it because he was having his fun running around. So, but we, but the thing was, the great thing was we always stayed friends. Oh yeah. We always stayed friends. So it wasn't anything bad. That's the best thing. It wasn't like, it was some bad stuff. And we just like, eh, this isn't going to work. You know, we just kind of, just kind of drifted a bit, you know? Yeah, we, we were friends, but yeah, we didn't, yeah. I mean, we weren't really talking as much, you know, we both were focusing pretty much on our, our marriage. <laughs> yeah. Therapy for yeah, our, in yeah. our marriage. Our, <laughs> Our, our private practices is what we <laughs> It was kind of one of those things where we, it was like, Merry Christmas, Happy Valentine's Day, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she it would go back on, on text, text, old text for, for years. And laugh. And, you know, how we were just you know, being real politically correct. Yeah. And just, yeah, happy birthday. We were married, you know, so <laughs> yeah. it was like you want to, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it was funny looking mm. back on that. Well, that, I guess that's my story. Yes, that's. I'll let him tell that. It's funny. About like what? About five years ago, something like that. Um, wow, this is crazy. I'm like a lightweight. I've never been drunk in my life. I've never smoked marijuana. I've never gotten high. I've never done anything. But my system is real sensitive. I was doing a movie and I couldn't. I had like it was going on two or three days with no sleep. Plus, I was getting a cold. So I figured, okay, I'll take some NyQuil or something like that, like and it'll help me sleep and deal with my cold. They didn't have NyQuil at the hotel that I was at. They had some kind of PM tablet thing. And yeah, I was supposed to take two of them. And I, I took them and later just went bonkers. And I was con convinced that I was gonna die. I was convinced that if I let myself go to sleep, that was it. And you know, the power of the mind can can make this a reality or whatever. But it was like, I got so paranoid thinking I was going to die. I ended up like confessing to her that you can't call me that like <laughs> she was the one, you know, I got to let her know that in case I'm gone, it was you. <laughs> you know, that I'm like, well, thanks for telling me now that you're going to die. No. <laughs> no, but but she didn't know I thought I was going to die. But it turned out it was a bad reaction to some damn Tylenol PM. And uh, yeah, I mean, even my friend, I called him. He was in the same film with me. And he ended up calling the paramedics and they came. <laughs> they, they tested me and they were like, no, he, it's just like him being inebriated or whatever. So the next day I realized I had to put that out there and I had to deal with it. So I basically was like, whoa, okay. Um, about the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that night. And the timing couldn't have been better because we both were at the end of our marriages. So he had told me, he said, well, when I'm done filming this and I get back to L.A., I want to just take you out, you know? And I was like, cool. So he kept to his promise. And when he got back to L.A., he called me and uh, we went out in Pasadena because I was living in Aussie at the time. And we went to dinner. We went dancing. And we, we just had fun. And it was almost like no time had passed. Yeah. It just went right back. It's, it's exactly like your best friend. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have to be around your best friend and you just pick up right where you left off and just 
like you never get tired of each other because it's like that chemistry you your your mind is clearer you everything about you is magnified it's almost like like i call her a, a performance enhancing drug but in every every situation so it's just one of those things where it's like it wasn't in my experience that things could be that way and even when it, it, you know no it always was like that around her but i you know thought like okay yeah this feels nice but you know getting kicked in the teeth is just around the corner just something's going to happen you know always I mean? thought it's like this is yeah. like too good to be true I, I i was the same way i was like something bad has to happen this is just too perfect you know and sometimes when you think things are too perfect you just kind of but then i kept going don't put that energy out don't put that negativity yeah. out there you know just let it be what it's going to be and and we did you know my only disbelief was just to think just expecting the other shoe to drop you know but after a while things are so good i mean that shoe could be really big and it's not going to stop us then after a while it's like my goodness i don't i can't imagine anything stopping this because it's just self-evident and then just like all kinds of you know i, I famously wrote about my feelings and you know my you know revelations <laughs> revelations with what was happening and the way I used to think about things before. Well, I, I wrote um, a, a apology to my exes. I called it, and I swear I just wrote it down. And I just my, my thoughts because one of the things she would always talk about you know how good she felt. She would tell her Facebook friends and stuff like that. And her family and everybody, oh, yeah, girl, yeah, we feel for you, you know. And I'm like, yeah, right, okay. I know these people are worried about her, thinking, okay, she's with this actor who, you know, I mean, it's a, you know, he gets some attention from women, all that type of stuff. I know without a doubt that they were like, we'll just be there for you in case <laughs> something happens. But I was like, no, I'm not going to let her be out there like that without speaking up, even though my intention is like, I'm gonna keep my my business quiet. I'm I'm not social like that, you know. That's New York. That's the East Coast in me. But it's like no way I can leave her hanging out there. So then I started to write, saying, "Okay, uh, I think the first letter was from the silent half." I said some words from the silent half. I know you guys are worried about it. I know, but let me explain exactly where I'm coming from and put myself out there. I did that. I did a birthday one, and I did, did a, a really beautiful birthday message to me, speaking about his feelings, and mm. put that on Facebook, and that was all over the place. And which is so unlike. It's not the, like yeah. him, and everybody knows that. That's yeah. why it's such a big deal when he does that. And then, then it was the the um, the apology to my exes because it was it was kind of like, oh, this is what it's supposed to be. All these you know people in my past, all these women in, in the past that. You know, girlfriends and, you know, ex-fiancés and what, you know, that that whole thing. I thought that it's just a woman thing that they're just thinking that somebody's going to want to talk to them every damn day. And cuddle. Or, you know, and and, uh, like, it's like, <laughs> okay, that's a man-woman thing. And that's what men have to endure. That's, a, that's what I figured. Until this. And it's like... I'm the guy who can't stand being around and being gone for more than a day or not talking every single day, several times a day. This is a this was the first for me. Like I'm going, this is what women wanted. This is 
instinctively what they knew that they needed. I mean, I just thought it was unfreaking reasonable. You know, I'm like, nobody's going to want it. Nobody's going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, Even some things like holding hands, you know? Yeah, you know, I was, you know, I, I didn't feel that comfortable holding hands. And I just be thinking, oh, yeah, what if, you know, I'm kind of like, I, my weirdness is like, you know, I'm ready to fight ninjas, you know? So I'm, I'm you know, ready at all times. It's, it's a weird thing about me. But it's just like, you know, I just thought I'm not that guy. I am that guy. I had no idea. I had no idea. You just have to find the right be this, guy I, yeah. with the right person. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys believe in soulmates? Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I do. That's <laughs> got to be the only word that connects this, yeah. that makes sense out of this. Because, I mean, it, it, it's weird. And, and sometimes I, I try not to say too much to my, my male friends because I know how it sounds. Because I can, you know, the 1998 me can hear myself now. <laughs> And be like, man, what, 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 you know, are they in her purse? You know, that type of thing. But like. <laughs> I'm sorry, not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, but, but, you know, so there's a part of me that goes, okay, I know what this sounds like, but this is the truth. This is the truth. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you want your, your own personal space and you just want to get away for a little bit, whatever, from your, from your mate. That's never happened. That honestly, it's never happened. There hasn't been a time like that. There has. We've never had an argument, no. and it's not like we're trying not to. It's just like I'm saying. It's like I can understand where she's coming from at all times, and it, you know, so does she understand where I'm coming from. So I'm never having to explain myself or having to use other verbiage to get my point across. Because we get each other, like, like really get totally. Each other. It's it's, and it's the weird thing is that that whole, you know, you know of course I'm hearing myself from the old me, <laughs> like we finish each other's sentences in a real nauseating way to other people. If there was a movie and it showed how we really were, I think we'd have to tone that shit down. You know, I'm sorry. I don't know if it curse or whatever. Because I wouldn't think people would believe it. Honestly, I think they'd be like, oh, yeah, right. You know, nobody gets along that well. We have friends that when we're around, they're like, oh, you guys are just uh, too, you know, lovey dovey. And it's not that we're like overly. Yeah, because it's, it's. It's not that. It's just like. It's irritating just, when people are putting that on. And yeah, we don't want to look like that. Because we're not like that. You know, you know, it's just that. They're like, you guys are too happy. Like, you guys are always smiling when you guys are with each other. And we're like, because we are happy. It's not put on. And it's not like we're just all over each other. Because we don't do that. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's but really, they, they laugh really, at us. It's really messed up when my friends want to, like, complain about marriage. <laughs> and it's like, man, this takes work and whatever. Okay, yeah. You know, you know, I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Because the last thing you want to hear is how good my relationship is. <laughs> So let's change the subject. You know, <laughs> I hear that all the time too. Yeah, they they just they're just saying that because you know they want it to be like this perfect couple. It's so real with us. Yeah. We never argue. Yeah, we know how that sounds. Yeah, we know we, know, we get it because we can put ourselves in someone else's shoes. But and so a lot of times we try not to say it because we don't yeah. people. Yeah, okay, you don't fight, okay. It's like, you, you know, don't. it's like you could ask the kids. Yeah. <laughs> if there's exactly. ever been a, a tense moment, Never. it's like, 
you know, it's just it's never happened. That's the thing. It's not. It's not me. It's her. No, she has no issues. There's a woman with no issues. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, I was a therapist for my, my, you know, my group, my family and friends and everything else. You know, it's not too many women without some type of. I mean, you know, everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like there's, or if she has issues, they're just so minimal to to me. Well, men can change. Look, I have not been faithful. I have been, I had so many, no, no, I had (laughs) so many girls that were like just a, a bullpen. I mean, really, seriously, from even way, way before I was an actor and, um, talk about a change like I said like and I wrote this in the letter like you're talking about a guy who I got a pretty much everybody anybody I want I really did because I was I'm smart and I know how to manipulate and every man you know (laughs) every man because I used to like you know flex my skills for my friends it's like do this do that do that tell her this and I swear to you and I'm like oh man it's masterful (laughs) but but I was good at that because you know I survived on that I've been on my own since I was 14 but I I'm very eclectic so I can identify with damn near everybody and I may know stuff about people that they don't know about themselves because I've been, you know, working this for a while. You know what I mean? And, and, and my success rate was kind of crazy. So I know without a doubt, you talk about change. I never thought that I would be so fulfilled with one relationship to where, okay, if I'm the guy who's been with this and, and people who are well known and all this, you know, and to say that I've never been remotely as happy as I am now, I wouldn't have believed that. I really wouldn't have believed that. I wouldn't have thought that everything in my life, everything is magnified. And I'm not saying that just to sound, you know, like a sound bite or whatever. I wish I had known that earlier on. And I have to forgive myself for what I didn't know because one of the most painful things for me to think about is how much time I spent away from her running around being, you know, doing what I thought I was supposed to be, you know, do as a man. It feels like, wow, we we missed a decade of just an amazing experience. But you got to just go, okay, I, I let go of that. And we're going to make up for it. <laughs> we're just going forward. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. That's why we have so much fun. We just, we're both very easygoing. You know, we don't take things serious. You know, we handle our business. We have fun. We love. We play. And we just enjoy each other yeah. and our family. You know, we don't put a lot of extra stuff on things, you know? Yeah, and, I, and we got to embrace the, the, the failed relationships in a way where yeah. if it wasn't for those relationships, we wouldn't appreciate what we have and now. That's what it is. To such That's a degree. What it really is. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that kind of tempers it a little yeah. bit. When you go through so much with someone else and then you get to this person where it's 
just nothing just but happiness and good times it's like you can't be more thankful for that yeah because i mean i always put whoever i'm with i put their happiness first that made me happy because i know who i am as a human that's being that's how we both are with every f friend of mine or any associate if i don't make your life better by being in it i don't want to be in it because that's what i that's what i am i'm not some i'm, I'm somebody who you know gets a lot of gratification from helping or just you know uplifting someone yeah. and so since we're the same way it kind of just it just works on that level like we you know? both want to make each other happy so we do you know everything every day just to do that it's funny because before we shot our movie our first movie together everyone kept saying oh you know we know you guys have never argued before but wait till you guys start working together then you'll see the the realness come out and we were like what <laughs> we had so much fun shooting the movie and he's he's directing me as well as starring in it with me and you know if I had an ego if I had things and he's telling me no I don't want you to do it this way I want you to do it this way or I don't really like the way you did that can you change it up I could be like well I thought it was fine the way I did you know but I'm like I I trust his judgment in everything and I know how smart he is so I go okay and I change it to make him happy and when I make him happy I feel good you know so it was easy <laughs> totally well, easy working together. Yeah, and <laughs> we had fun. That was that was insanity on me to do. I was the lead actor. I had all these physical fight scenes. Fight choreography. It was in Thailand. There times it was 120 degrees. And directing. And, and yeah, directing <laughs> and having a a bunch of languages, like four different languages, yeah. coming at me, and I have to direct all of this. And if I'm not going to like snap, then. Like, I don't know when I'm going to snap or when I'm going to get an attitude yeah. or something. Because, I mean, I think that would be the time that I would, you know, get one. Because, you know, I, that was that was crazy. Yeah. It was, you know, it was I even I even uh, got sick, yeah. uh, you know, some, a few of the days and I had to get, you know, IV fluids and all yeah. that type of stuff. But it was it a was laugh great. every day. Yeah. They were twins right away. It was yeah. They because they're roughly yeah. the same age, like four, four, about four and a half months apart. Mm -hmm. So they just clicked like this from day one, and have been like that since. You know, it's in, which made us really happy because you know, you know, you can always have that tension of how it's going to be when you bring kids from different you know marriages together, and uh, just like you saw them today, that's all they always are. How did you do it? The first time. No, no I no, think... It just, you just do it. I mean, it's, I'm trying to think it was no kind of structural Yeah, it wasn't anything thing. formal. Yeah, and then like I, immediately, I mean, my daughter Morgan is calling her mom in front of her mother. I know, I was a little like... Oh. But it was cool. <laughs> it was okay. It was, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, and I mean, everything's... I'm telling you, it's like, it sounds all like... Yeah, you know, it's just, it we never had any problems with that coming together with Not the kids and the family, no. It's like, just, you know, it's like, just kind of meant to be, you know? I'm trying to think of creative stuff to make things not seem so <laughs> so freaking so perfect. sugar-coated yeah, and yeah, perfect, yeah. right? I'm like... <laughs> well, I have older boys. Mm -hmm. And I was a single, single dad. And um, my son's mom, was, I mean, it was like, it was like the, I had the reverse situation. Her, his mom was just out there. You know, he hadn't seen her in 10 years. I brought him from childhood to adulthood. And he might have seen her 
three or four times in 10 years. And that was with my urgings, you know? She had substance uh, problems and stuff. But like, um, you know, raising boys and, I mean, girls are so much more fun than me. I don't know. I mean, it's better than <laughs> having the boys. I, I'm sorry. Not, I don't want to make the boys feel bad, but this is a whole lot more fun. I, I think of big reasons because he's a protector. He's just a natural protector and provider. That's him. So I think with the girls, having a house full of girls, that is almost enhanced because you have to be like that for the girls, you know? Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, with men, you know, you want to toughen them up and be, you know, but you get to be like the big, the big papa bear. Yeah, but plus our <laughs> girls are so, so great. I mean, it, that's part of it. I, I don't get to get a lot of the credit when you got like some wonderful people that you're living with. And it's just, it's just a house full of love. So it's just, there's nothing to, <laughs> nothing to complain about mm -hmm. really. We don't do too many things that's, that's like traditional, I think, because it was just natural. We knew we were going to get married. Yeah, there was no proposal. Yeah, it's like, and, and we never, the only time the word proposal comes up is when someone like yourself mentions the word. Right. It never occurred to us of a proposal. Or, we just were going to be together like, no matter we're gonna what. We're going to be together. And you, he had mm. said something to me at one point. He was like, you know, I lost you one time before. It's never happening again, ever. So it's kind of like those words were so, had so much, you know, weight to them. I never even thought like, what if this doesn't work out or what, you know? Yeah. It was always like, this is who I'm going to be with till the day I die. You know, yeah. that's it. It was one of those type of things. Well, you know, we, like, we originally hey, had hey, thought hey, about hey. doing it out here. And then it was just like, it started getting to be a headache because his work schedule and he was gone a lot. And then it's like trying to plan stuff and not knowing if something was going to come up, he has to shoot, you know, and that messing up that plan. And then it was like, who do we invite? And we got friends and acquaintances and business people. And it's just, it was like, ah, this is too much. And when we knew we were, we were doing the movie in Thailand, we were like, yeah, hey, that's yeah. a because, plan. Yeah, and then, then, just do then it out I there? always wanted to be a place that has some significance, some personal significance. The weird thing was, I wanted, if we were doing it here, I wanted it to be in the place that I met her, which is a strange uh, request, because then we christen that place and say, that's the place where our two worlds met. When you you know get married in a church or some kind of a place that 117 people got married that year, that's it. You know, I mean, I don't want to down anybody else's thing, yeah, but just that's just it's just more, been used, you know. You know? Yeah. And uh, while I was in Thailand, I, you know, I have a very very close friend there that is like like family to me, and he has a river house. And I remember the first time I saw this river house. There was this little area this, um, that was ne next to the river that was like about the size of this room. And what dawned on me, I said, man, you know, that's a nice place for somebody to get married. I did, not thinking about like years la later that we, you know. <laughs> Just somebody. <laughs> but then it's like when we were going and I was like, wait a minute, you know, we're going to have your mom come. That's the like, kids will be there. You know, and me, I'm kind of an orphan because, you know, my my family, you know, my mom and dad are past and all that. 
I, you know, that's why I was like, wait a minute, what if we did it out there? Then we were off to the races. Yeah. So the whole time we were shooting the movie, I was back and forth, you know, in my trailer shooting and then going back and emailing like, oh, we want this chair, that cake. You know, I'm going back and forth yeah. and trying to design the dress. And so it was a lot, but our, our, we made it happen. Yeah, our friends, uh, the one, you know, whose house we... Houses, they yeah. did... Yeah, they, they it, it was kind of like, I just said, you know, we are thinking, Gilly <laughs> and I are thinking about if we can, you know, use that spot and have a small, intimate... Small, intimate, little spot. Yeah, by the a, river. a little intimate wedding with the family and stuff. And and they were like, say no more. We got you. We Basically. got you, because they knew we and were shooting the like, movie. Yeah, so and it's like... And then they... Well, see, he and his wife had gotten married in Vegas at, like, the little chapel or something mm-hmm. like that. They had a little cheapo ceremony, Right. And so they said, we want to be a part of giving you the wedding that yeah. we didn't have. Kind of live vicariously through yeah. our wedding. And so they... They went all out. Yeah. And, and, and so... <laughs> it didn't end well, up being small. Yeah. Age. So <laughs> it was like when we got... When we had to answer the question, what would you like the elephants to wear? We were like... We're like... What? what? <laughs> like... You know, so I'm like... Like you painted know, or jeweled or... Really? You know, so it was amazing. I mean, they had this Thai parade of elephants and beautiful exotic dancers doing pedals and drummers dancing. And, you know, we mixed it with the Thai tradition and the American. And it just was, we we could not have asked or have gotten a more amazing wedding than that. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Fireworks. They had fireworks over the river. And it was just. Was, the whole day we had smiles on our faces. We just couldn't like stop smiling. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah, it was supposed to rain and it didn't. Yeah, it was beautiful. It just, you know, it was yeah. magical. My parents um, divorced when I was three, I want to say. But the good thing is my dad was very dominant in my life. You know, he's he made sure he was at every basketball game, every dance, every party. You know, he was there even though he remarried. So... Even though I grew up with my mom in, in the house with her, I still had my dad, who's very, you know, much a part of my life. So it was okay. I didn't have that whole divorce kid thing. You know, it's like, okay, well, I got my dad and I got my mom and it's all good, you know? So I, I grew up in a very, very good, you know, I had a very good childhood, put it that way. You know, my mom worked three jobs, struggled a bit to keep me in private schools and, and stuff like that and make sure I was able to do activities and stuff. but. You know, it was, uh, I had a good childhood. I, I have no complaints. But, you know, incidentally, her, her mom and dad are together now. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have got to that, huh? So, years later down the road, um, my parents got back together in my, I want to say my, like when I turned 30. It was the oddest thing because my whole life, I didn't have my parents together. And all of a sudden, they're living in the house together. And it was like, this is weird. Very weird. <laughs> But they, uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool thing. But they were always best friends. They knew each other in high school, and you know, so you know, things didn't work out, but they reconnected. Mm-hmm. Our oldest daughter, she uh, had put a post on Facebook, and she had taken a, a candid shot of us. I get Mike was holding me, hugging me, and we just looked really happy. And she put on there, she was like, "Relationship goals. This is what I want." And for her to do that at the, her age and know 
that this is something she wants and she sees it every day in the household with us, that made us both feel really good, you know? Yeah, so yeah. We, we really realized, I mean, we knew it, but we really realized the importance of how important that is that they all see such a wonderful relationship that we have, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the best compliment I, <laughs> it was such a I good think compliment. we've ever had yeah. because, you know, your kids, especially at that age, teenage, yeah. they don't want to give to say that, that up. To say know? her parents are her relationship goals, that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. I feel like I was married to her years, you know, I mean, it's, it's one thing, it's like, okay, I have been married, right? And to compare that to this, it's so not even fair, you know, they, this has been a marriage in every sense of the word, like the day we got back together, it was like a connection, a, a bond. And you talk about soulmates. I think soulmates supersedes marriage, really, because that's really what you want. Whether you get married or not, you want to be with that person that just, you know, kind of amplifies your world. Uh, you know, so I knew we had that in the first place. Marriage was a secondary thing. That was like, I don't know, not the down marriage, but it was so irrelevant to what we already had. Like so many people kept asking, so when you guys get, they saw how happy we were. And you know, time was passing, when you guys get married, when you guys get married, it's like, we're not rushing. Like you don't get how happy we are. We, and plus we already feel, so we don't have the legal document that says we're married, but we feel, we live like we're married. We feel like we are. And that's my husband. And we actually were calling each other husband and wife prior to us getting married. So it actually confused a lot of the media. So I think yeah. TMZ did something on us. It didn't make sense to call her some fiance or it girlfriend. It was just weird saying, yeah, he's my boyfriend. Like, what? Yeah. Like, that doesn't feel right. It's like so much more than that. Yeah, it's like so much other stuff just kind of just got kicked out. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember. So much is, um, like, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Like, it feels like my life started with her. Yeah. That's exactly how I, I told you, like somebody did a men in black on me and just boop and started from him because it's things that, um, you know, that happen and people ask me stuff and I'm like, or things from my, you know, my last marriage and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. It's almost like I just wipe the slate clean. And it's like none of that matters to me, just, just what he and I have. Okay, if you had to tell someone such as these young ladies um, what to look for, a partner or a relationship or a marriage what would you tell them I would totally say find your best friend mm -hmm. that's to me that's the most important thing you know you cannot go wrong with that yeah and, and just be honest yeah and just be painfully honest like, especially with yourself first yeah. you first you got to be honest with yourself and that's the problem yeah. that so many people have they delude themselves for either ego reasons or fear or whatever I don't know if it's possible to get to that place with someone else if you really didn't do the work yourself um, so of course I'd you know I wouldn't want to have my daughters and son anybody to be embarking on a relationship when they have they're not healthy in their own space you know because then there's, there's, you know it's just you're doomed because there's going to be a reality that you're not facing and that the re relationship's going to face 
that's going to be the elephant in the room, and you're not going to be happy. It's like your best friend, you, you know, you're a guy, you have a guy best friend. It doesn't take much work, does it? It really doesn't. You know if he says this or that and where, where it's coming from, or your, your best girlfriend is saying this, this and that about, you're not going to be kind of searching for the flaw. It's a, it's a trip that when you get male and female relationships, things take on this serious tone where your best friend could say it and that could be, you let it slide. But your mate who should precede and just be so, so much more important than that buddy friend of yours, you take that to like, like so serious that becomes like this festering yeah, wound exactly. you know it's like yeah I wouldn't want anybody friends or my daughters anybody to to do that and make that mistake I think another important thing too is um, not just bring this up you know I know a lot of women especially bring a lot of their baggage from past relationships into new relationships you just you're killing it right there before you even start you know in my in my last marriage there's a lot of stuff that I could have brought into this relationship and it would have caused us problems, you know? Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, I, I, I can't do that. I'm not gonna mess up what I have with him with past stuff from last relationships, you know? So I just let it go, like yeah. completely let it go. And I would definitely tell them, you have to let stuff go. You cannot carry stuff into another relationship. He's just a better person. You know, he's just hands down. And he's so honest. That's one quality about him that I love more than anything, even though I love so many qualities about you. But he's just so honest. And I think the martial arts has a big part of the foundation of him is just, you know, his morals and his character and, and just being such a stand-up guy that I knew he wouldn't hurt me. I knew that from the beginning. And, and, and sometimes, you know, as a woman, you think too much in this stuff and you like, what, you know? And I'm like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Don't do that because he's not anyone else from the past. He is him and he is an amazing guy. So don't screw this up. So I had to let all that go. And once I did, I was like, I would've been crazy not to have done that. You know, I, I would never want to mess up anything with him because of something from the past that I'm holding on to inside, you know? And again, it's, it's really a trip because it's like, that's work that she's done with herself, which inspired me and spurred me to be a better version of myself. Because again, I wasn't the most forthright guy in relationships. You know, I never been. So she's got, she had a lot of reasons to hold on or, or to be trepidatious. But it's just one of those things where I pointed out in one of the last things I wrote is like basically walking a tightrope without a safety net. And I think when you walk that rope with no net and you get to the other side, you, you experience something that is just unbelievable. And you, you can't experience that unless you take that. Take that yeah, you have to, you know, be educated, you know, use your common sense when you, you know, there's a warning sign here or there. But then um, you have to just, you know, keep walking. Uh, and really, when it comes down to it, if somebody, some fool, takes advantage of your trust, you got to feel sorry for that person because how many opportunities are they going to get 
to be with someone who is willing to be that open to them. That's something that you can't you you can't forgive yourself for screwing something like that up, you know. And so, part of it for my my walking the tightrope is like, oh, I so hope you you don't mess this up on both sides, you know, because not many guys are going to be walking this thing, you know. I'm like hoping the, for the best on both sides. You know, it's one of those things. It's like I, when it comes down to it, you're gonna survive. I try to tell everybody, you're gonna survive.